Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Happy Survivor Wednesday, everybody. Our test tonight was to stay calm under pressure, a fish puzzle Stumps, Lyral, and again, an idol goes home in someone's pocket. Can we please play these correctly? We have a lot to dive into, so don't go anywhere. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> Yo! Whoa! I've never heard that intro. Mike is Where so have I been? I, I missed one week of AfterBuzz, and we got a new intro? It's brand new. You miss a lot when you miss... One week. So, Mike, yeah, don't do it ever again. Okay, fine. No problem. What's up, everyone? Thanks so much for tuning in to the Survivor After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Mina's Uh, not going to speak at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting there. We brought eye candy for this. No, okay. I am getting there. All right, all right. This charming young fellow over here is Mike. Everyone remembers him, right? Guys, I got so much to say. What up? What up? Joining us today, we actually have someone new, someone special. This is Mina, everybody. I feel like you guys have adopted me today. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact. You want a fun fact about Mina? I do for want everybody? to know. Okay. Fact. Mina and I have been Facebook friends for a long time. A long time. Like, when I joined AfterBuzz, yeah, yeah. Mina was super sweet, and she friended me on Facebook. But we had never met. And then we actually met in real life in the studio, and she was like, hi, my name is Mina. I was like... I, we're Facebook friends forever. <laughs> you friended me on. She's like, who are you? I was like, There's I, only, a I recognize you by your last name. I think it was it's like weird. part of the host in LA. That's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. But there is a huge difference. And what's up, everyone? I'm Veronica Valencia. Tonight we are talking. Yeah, yeah. By <laughs> the way. Between, you didn't say what? I, you, Facebook friends and real friends? We're all friends. Sure. Uh, we are talking Survivor Season 39, Episode 3. Come Honestly, back, Tim. Come back, Tim. Would be chill. <laughs> and Honestly, Mike has chill. zero chill tonight. No. We are going to get all into tonight's episode. We are going to get into some post-tribal. We're going to talk about, is it, we're going to be talking about Dean's dumb idea to split the votes and saying it out loud. We're going to be talking about Vince, his trip to Island of the Idols, his bad decision to not play Ugh. a hidden immunity island. We're also going to be talking about Krishma and how she feels she fits in in the tribe, and we're going to be talking about tribal. But before we get into any of that, guys, what do you think of this episode? Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, I think shout out to the chat with all our friends up in here. We see you, Just Sheldon, Nathan, Rebecca, Davey, Royal, everybody saying they missed Mike's survivor tips last week. I got oh, plenty. Come I got plenty. That's I true. Sh- it's right here in the chat, so you know it's true. Just I- Sheldon, Mike with the survivor <laughs> tips. Cassidy Love, I missed Mike's survivor tips. I got plenty of them today because there's a lot of stuff that was wrong you with know, tonight's episode. <laughs> you know, I tried really hard to do Mike's survivor tips last week. Evidently, they weren't do, feeling it. They weren't feeling it. It's fine. That's okay. But overall, I thought this was a great episode. I mean, it's really it's really sandbagged at this point because for us, especially the two of us, Mina, this is the first season of Survivor yes. you've ever watched, so it's going to be extra fun to get your take on it. But for V Squared and I, any episode of Survivor is it's amazing. A good it's you got to like Survivor, it's yeah. got to be really. I mean, I don't even know what would have to happen for it to be bad. But what, so, what did you think about tonight? 
Um, I'm always fascinated by like your perspectives because I don't know the strategy involved with this game and I'm just yep. like learning everything for the first time. So when I see something happening, I'm like, why are they playing it this way? Or like, why would they do this? So like, even at the very end, I was like, it, you kept, you guys kept saying like, oh, why didn't he play the immunity idol? But right. In my mind, I was like, why would he play it? Wouldn't you want to save that? Right, Especially right. Especially if you're not a target. And we explained splitting yeah, the yeah. votes to Mina yeah, today and I why didn't they split votes. And it's really cool because yeah. you're watching this season because you're friends with Lauren from yes, After Buzz. I'm friends with Lauren and that's literally the only reason I got into it was because I'm like, oh, Lauren's on this show? Like, I want to see how she like handles yep. everything she's yeah. awesome in real life and she's a go-getter so well, she's doing great so far on the show she's been killing it so I'm really excited to see how this season plays out I just want to give a quick shout out to Desiree and Joseph in the chat who are both saying <laughs> this episode a was a mess. A I lot com- wrong. No, I completely agree. Yeah. This episode was a mess, but in the best way possible. And I think we should just get right into it, going into post-tribal. Yep. Now, basically, they, they're everyone's trying to do damage control because Jamal and Jack were on the wrong side of the blind side. Now, there are two two different reactions here. There's Jack, who kind of seems like the good sport of it all, which I always appreciate when there's a good sport in Survivor. And then there's Jamal, who is clearly upset that he was on the wrong side of the vote, and he's trying to get his power back in the game. Yep. What do you think of these two reactions, slash who's would you lean more towards? I'm not surprised that they have these reactions because I'm used to it after 39 seasons and yet I can't believe that anybody has Jamal's kind of reaction. Just like last week when Vince had that reaction and was all sour. If you are on the wrong side of the vote and your group, your alliance, whatever is blindsided, this is not the time to come back and have sore feelings and be upset at people and things like that because you're obviously on the outs, right? So my overall thoughts, especially with this episode, and we said it a lot, I said it a lot, is I think a lot of these people this season are soft. Mm -hmm. They're soft survivors. There's crying, and we'll see um, uh, Carisha, she's crying because no one is crazy hovering and helping her with her tiny cut. You know, I I thought that was so sad. I know we're going to get into it, but this kind of stuff and these feelings, it just seems like a group of, not all of them, but a bunch of them are really soft players. When he, when Jamal said, I forgive, but I don't forget, I was just surprised that he would have that antagonistic attitude because I feel like if it is early in the game, like kind of echoing what you're saying, wouldn't you want to try to build a rapport after that? And not just, like, ostracize the community. Because it doesn't make sense to, like, say, oh, like, you guys are going to pay for it. Because then people aren't going to want to, like... People people are going to want to work with you. you. 1,000%. It just doesn't make sense. And this is, like, from from an outsider's perspective. Because I haven't watched the show. Because you're just looking at it. But I just would assume, like, you know, common sense. Like, try to build the rapport. Don't, like... Just a team-building perspective. That's right. We're only two votes into this thing. These people in the beginning, look, they want to be on the show, they work so hard, but in essence, they don't matter at all, okay? Because they're not even on jury. So they're gone. Just forget about it. There's no feelings. There's no sourness. You need to find a way to get into it. Jamal, I think, actually ended up doing it. I thought he was really gutsy to really start going forward and putting names. I said, whoa, because this was an interesting episode. He put out... Dan's name. Dan. Dan's name. And I thought this episode was interesting because normally we get a little bit of the fallout from Tribal Council. Talk, talk, talk a little bit and we're into some kind of challenge. This was a long chunk 
of strategy in the very beginning of who we're going to vote. This is the next person we have to get out. It's like, whoa, you don't even know if you have to vote anybody out yet. We don't usually get the, the vote out. Point. And they didn't. Well, they didn't sure. have to vote anyone out at the end of it. They didn't. They, they won. And it's so interesting. That's why it's, like, it's crazy that they had those talks and then they didn't have to do that. And that it's going to be interesting to see how like everything shifts in the next episode because you already didn't need to like do that. And we and and even if that happens, the way the edits are, we almost never see that. You almost never see the true big scramble until we find out which tribe has to go. But this was almost immediate. They so wanna, it's kind of Jamal yeah. trying to get back on time, trying to get back in control of what he saw as well, the loss. That's exactly what he said, is that he was in power. He saw himself lose his power at this tribal, and he wanted to gain control again. And he called himself like a free agent, but he all he was doing was trying to get back in control. And that's why he was... Dan was throwing out Nora's name, which, like, to be perfectly honest, if they were to go back to tribal, I can understand why they would take out Nora. Sure. They're just trying to get all their ducks in a row so that way they don't have to scramble. Yep. But obviously people like Jamal, I don't... Dan has had a little bit of a reputation in this game so far, just kind of being like a weird guy. <laughs> like the girls did were weird He's with the his touchy, touchy thing. He yeah. was the touchy thing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if Jamal is using that to his advantage of saying, oh, Dan's kind of like a shady salesman kind of guy. Right. But he's using him as a goat now to be like, we need to get him out. And that's just a way for him to get back in control. But I like Tommy because I like how Tommy is really just on top of everything that's going on. He is seeing everything very clearly. I agree. And he's staying very neutral, too. So he's the one going to Jamal and going to... and kind of trying to smooth things over even though he doesn't have to he's really trying to maintain good standing with everybody in his tribe and I think that's what you do in the beginning right now because you never know you don't know where something is going to switch you don't know what your new alliance has to be so it's really really solid try to be good with everybody and that's what Tommy's doing he's he's doing good laying low I want him to connect up with Lauren because she's doing kind of the same thing for sure and now let's take a let's go over to Lyra real quick because as Jamal and Dan are throwing out names on who they want to get rid of, uh, Vince is actually being recruited by the boys. Which the boys are confusing me because how is it not? How have they not mentioned? Oh, the girls might have an all girls alliance. <laughs> yeah, it, this has not been brought up by them. Look, they might be falling into the same survivor stereotype that we were telling Mina about earlier, mm -hmm. where all women alliances historically just don't work. So if they're going into it with that kind of mentality, saying it's not really an issue, then they're in for big trouble, because that's a dumb way to think, because this could be the time, and it looks like it's the time, where they're kind of trying to stick together. So the guys need to stick together. If they see the girls out in the ocean playing and having a good time, they really need to stick together. Well, isn't that kind of going against what you're saying? Because if you're saying, right. statistically, all female alliances don't work, then the boys wouldn't see it as a threat? Yes, but no, I'm saying historically that's true, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't look at it that way. And part of the reason why I think all women alliances haven't historically been able to work is because the guys see it and they squash it. And they try really hard to squash it because they know it could be a problem. If they're underestimating that, that could be their downfall. Do the all-male alliances historically work in the game? Yeah, it's normally yeah. mostly men with like a couple women that they bring mm -hmm. in. Okay. If we're gonna, If we're going to boil it down to just total gender mm -hmm. that's usually what happens How it goes, yeah. yeah that's so interesting it's kind of like strange to imagine the all female alliances not working but 
as a jet takes off yeah, yeah, over the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what was that. But but it was weird. They got they try to bring in Vince, but nothing seemed really solid. It's, it didn't none of these alliances feel like they're very solidified. Vince had been with the girls for a lot. They they had good talks with Vince with the women. The guys brought him in. Vince is playing this real in the middle kind of game saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down to work with you guys if you want to work with me." And then in his ITM saying that he wants to work with the women. But it feels a little flip-floppy. It feels like he's trying to stay under the radar and kind of go where the wind takes him. And that just leads to bad stuff today. It does. It feels like Vince is trying to play both sides. Right. I think from an audience perspective, it clearly seems like he will be staying with the women. He he doesn't want to go with the guys because the guys wrote his name down. Yep. But you know what? He could possibly go with the guys. It was always... A possibility. I think that his personality really made it seem like he was trying to stay in the middle of those two groups. I wanted him to go with the girls. I really did. I wanted him to make a strong stance that he was going to go with all the women and stay with them. And, you know, like when he was talking with Karishma, Mm -hmm. he was too passive. You know, the, the the whole attitude, well, throw somebody out and blah, blah, blah. I thought like, he was too passive with it. Like, take charge. Well, yes, because he wanted her to do something, right? But realize that if he's going to be the only guy with all women and he thinks he knows they're in an alliance. So he's the one person, I think, that doesn't have an excuse to try to poo-poo it or keep it. He knows they're being strong. So get in there. Keep it going with them. I'm with you guys. Who are we voting? What are we doing? Maybe we just don't see it in the edit. But as somebody just pointed out, I think it was Rebecca in the chat just pointed out, here, Rob and Sandra taught him how to stay calm in a serious situation. And in that serious situation, he was too calm and didn't play his idol, as we know. And it ends up being his downfall. So I think he was way too calm and way too passive Mm -hmm. and trying to toe this line too much. But you know who is not calm? Who? Grishma. Yeah. Definitely not. I want to talk about... That's a great segue. I want to talk about the finger. She saw the bone. She saw the bone. Veronica. That did not happen. It was a coconut. Yeah. But it was the bone. There's no way. And that was a very interesting... For everybody at home, okay, this is not a survivor tip. This is just a Michael's life tip. If you're scared about blood and things like that, do not do that little weird move that she did. Lie down flat yeah. on your back and elevate your feet. This weird, like, bent over fetal <laughs> position. Yeah. Stand, don't do that. <laughs> That's not the way it's supposed to, to be, go. It was I a was... cry for attention. Like, why else would you do that? Well, think about well, it. Like, you're... you're trying to maintain blood flow to your brain. But the way she was doing it, it still has to go up <laughs> and then come back down. That's not what you want to do. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I did feel for her because... You know what? Regardless if she did or didn't see bone, it right. didn't look like there was any bone from our perspective. I coconut. don't know. Coconut. But if if you're cutting something and you cut your finger and you say, I see bone, right. don't you think someone in your tribe should at least be like, oh, what's wrong? Like, oh, you know, let's wrap this up for you. Like, there, it okay. was sad to see that no one paid her any attention, so- despite how small the injury was. Yeah, I didn't that, mean to, didn't mean to interrupt saying. you. Yeah. Just Sheldon has my exact sentiment. I My gut is that this is editing. She said, oh, guys, I have to go to medical. And a couple of them said, yeah, go now. I think most of them thought she was going and going to be seen by the people. 
You look at where she was. Mm -hmm. The camera crew and people were right there. My gut is that they were like, okay, cool. Like, they're taking care of that situation. Because, Mina, you might not know this. When someone does get injured, the Mm -hmm. doctors and medical, they're they're right there. And they jump right in and they handle Mm -hmm. and deal with it. I bet the rest of the cast thought she was getting taken care of by medical because it was serious. And they're staying away. I think the edit and her... ITMs, her confessionals to the camera and her voiceover made it way worse than the actual situation was. And I think not a lot was happening with the show when they jumped on it and, and the editors got some diversity out of it. Hmm. Excuse okay. me, adversity. <laughs> diversity, adversity out of it. That is an interesting point. I don't think it but was even a big deal. In, but even in the same... I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Sure. But even in the same instance, whenever someone is getting attention from medical, there's always someone right next to them holding an umbrella, having their hand on their shoulder, making sure that they're okay. Yeah, no one cares about her. Yeah, but this this injury, <laughs> it, she got cut and she was bleeding. Yeah, We've seen people get cut like that on their foot, right, where they like can't walk and they're still like, no, 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 no medical. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And they force them in the medical. I think she was playing it. It seemed like she was playing it up a little bit. And I, I don't know. I just don't buy all these people who are terribly heartless was and they she... don't care about Karishma. They were like, yeah, just die over there. I don't think it <laughs> do was think, like that at all. Do you think she was playing it up for attention or do you think it was part of the strategy? I mean, it wasn't a test. As soon as, as soon as they were done with her and she was bandaged up by medical, she said, look, this isn't a big deal. Well, okay. Is it a big deal or is it not? Because you were making a really big deal out of it, but now it's not. She's, She's saying, saying that the hand isn't a big deal. She's saying the fact that no one had her back was what was the problem. But if everybody sees this and they're like, that's not a big deal. Cool. You're you, you're you're okay. She's like, oh, I hurt really. And she wasn't crying and stuff initially. She cut herself. Blood was coming. And she said, I need to go see medical. They all said, yeah, go see medical. Mm-hmm. So she started to go off. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> you're not passing out. You're not... People have had near heart attacks. You know, eyes rolled up in the back eyes, of their head. I know blah, exactly blah, blah, what you're talking about. Really bad stuff. Oh my Multiple God. times. Low on fluid. Da, da, da. As people point out, they're seven days in. They're still not working through all their food and stuff probably from they were back in the U.S. Yeah. This is not a medical emergency. She got cut. She's going to go get stitches Here's or wrapped up. How Here's often the do they have like the voting out... Um, tribal meeting every three days every three days okay so when this is like being filmed I'm guessing that we watch once a week but yeah our seven days is her is their three days oh okay here's the thing Mike I don't disagree with you I think it was very over dramatic okay but I was just trying to pick your brain. I mean, that's just, it, it could be completely different, but that's just what my gut is telling me from everybody's reactions. I don't buy that all these people hate this girl and they want to see her bleed out. That oh, just no. seems so silly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense, and therefore I don't buy it, and I feel like it's editing. Maybe yeah. in that moment she really felt that way, but we don't see her confront anybody about it because I bet if she said, Mina, w- what... Why didn't you do this? No one did. Said, what you, we thought you were going to the doctor. But also, like, what are you talking but about? But also, why would she confront people about it? It makes her even more of a target, you know, for confronting someone about something so minor. Well, as we've seen, people make really, really dumb moves in this game. <laughs> and they start to let real world feelings intrude on what should be gameplay. Right. And that's where Mike's tips come in. Don't do it. We know that a lot of people make dumb moves. Like Dean. Like Dean. Right before Vince wow. goes to Island of the Isles. Wow, guys, come on. Everybody in the chat, by the way, is pretty much on our side. This was played up for sympathy. Mm-hmm. And it, and the charisma thing being played up for sympathy is a really weird move, especially this early in the game. Dean, terribly dumb move, again, this early in the game. Things to not do. 
talk about votes or anything like that with the entire tribe because somebody's not in that group. Somebody in there is not in the alliance. This is like Survivor 101. What, what's, what's the benefit of him talking strategy when Vince goes off to the island? What's the benefit? He Nothing. Just, he just had diarrhea of the mouth. He just said what he was thinking, and it wasn't smart because he didn't realize, oh, yeah, the entire tribe is around me. He was really thinking, oh, he's probably going to get an idol because Elizabeth didn't come back with an idol, so he must get the idol this time. Right. And amazing, let's just point out now, because we all of us know what happens, amazing for him that this had no negative effects on him. Mm-hmm. Amazingly lucky. Yeah. <sighs> He's so lucky. There's a lot of people who lucked out with Vince's this whole season. Oh yeah, absolutely. This episode, and I want to get into Vince at Island of the Idols real quick because the first Island of the Idols was mainly survival, teaching them how to make fire. Last week it was about trying to develop relationships and being uh, to be able to listen. This this Island of the Idols was just crazy. This is nuts for and for not any proportional reward. Right? You have to sneak in to the other tribe's camp that you've never seen before. But here's a map that Jeff's nephew drew in crayon on a piece <laughs> of paper, no right? Sense. Okay, it's like basic <laughs> shapes, right? There's the fire. Go ahead and get it. You have to go in in the middle of the night in pitch dark. You don't have any light or fire. That's what you have to get. Sneak into the camp where. Pardon me. No one's ever all sleeping. At least that's what I thought. Someone's always should be tending to fire, which is what should have made this challenge even worse. But all these guys are sleeping. They're exhausted. Go in there and steal fire. Whereas last week, who was it? Kelly had to answer a couple questions of a story she just heard. It was. Yeah. It's, that's, it's, and and that's it's the like same huge. reward. Those it are went, not proportional challenges. They are. It, went, it was like zero to ten real quick. And his challenge was... 10 times more difficult than the previous challenges, but he still went through with it. And I'm just, I'm trying to think, like, what the repercussions, like, we know the repercussions would be that he didn't get the vote for that tribal, but what kind of repercussions would could we see had he gotten caught? Well, okay, so if he got caught, obviously he loses his vote at mm-hmm. this tribal. What I was going to toss out to you guys and see what you think, do you get real sneaky now? Because he has access to the entire other tribe. Something nobody else gets. He could have woken them all up and said, guys, this is what's going on. I'm here for this, but I want to strategize with you. I'm on the outs with my tribe. Blah, 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 blah. Too early for that. You think so? It's way too early for that. Especially considering Vince felt so calm enough and so safe enough. This episode to the point, point he didn't use his idol. There was no point for him to strategize with the other tribe. It's way too early. I don't disagree, but I would have liked to see it. That would have been dope. I would have thought it was That would have been move. awesome. I think it would have been a way dumb move. I think it's way too early. It's better than the moves he made tonight. It's true. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it picture. couldn't have been worse than tonight. No. Whenever anybody says, well, maybe he should have done this. He Did should, he get he voted out tonight? That. Yep. So maybe he should have done it. The only reason that would have been cool is because it would have completely disrupted the game and been yeah. a new way to, like... He would be like remembered in the history of show of Big the show as like yeah. someone who did something that no one else has done, Big right? Time. So like yep. in that way, I feel like if he already knows he's like kinda losing, why not go out with a bang? <laughs> I do have to give him credit for this challenge though, because it is it was 
way harder than any other challenge. And he had the extra difficult task of not even being able to get fire because their fire went out. I thought so, that was amazing. I didn't think he yeah. was going to do it. I was like, there is no way this guy is going to be able to do it. I ingenious give him credit. solution to there not being actual flame. They're really cool with the coal. thought that was ingenious. If you were yeah. Robin Sandra, would you make the same decision? Say, yeah, you pass because absolutely. what else could you oh, do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can't deal with the elements. It's not his fault that this team didn't keep fire going. That's not one of the prerequisites. I thought, based on the map, it almost looked like there was some kind of artificial fire there or something like that that would be kept going. I mean, I know it's not actually there, Mm -hmm. but they were so sure of it, and to put a challenge together like this, to have them do it, it seemed like they were so sure. But absolutely, you give it to him. What else do you want the guy to do? Wouldn't the camera people already know that the fire's out? Like, wouldn't they already know that as they're, like, sending him there and they're filming all of this? Well, so the challenge happens... Yes, absolutely. But Rob and Sandra gave him that challenge during the day when it was still light. And obviously, he snuck in there at, what, 2 in the morning, probably, or something like that. So it's too late to try to change the challenge on him. So you know... hear the boat come up. The little motorboat? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, again, we don't know how much noise is actually going on because there are camera crews 24-7 on these people. Mm-hmm. So they must be used to some degree of noise. Right. I was actually thinking when he was sneaking around in his hoodie, could they... Think it's a camera person. Yes, misinterpret mm-hmm. him for a crew member or something like that. You know? And that's why they kind of woke up and like, wherever, because they're used to seeing other people around camp. That is a very good theory. I didn't even think of that, because you're right. I think it was Jack who woke up, looked at someone, yeah. and was just like, oh, whatever. Right, right. And that makes sense. If and at night, you don't see his face. Yeah, and if uh, at night... Oh, so maybe this wasn't as hard of a challenge as we think it anyway. I mean, I, I, if they if they saw him with the torch actually reaching into their fire, different story because they would have seen his face or they would have been the fire would have illuminated him, right? And it would have looked really strange. But just to see somebody kind of around, you know, Do you- we we don't know that they saw him actually shoveling coal into his water bottle or anything like that. So, potentially, the glimpses they did catch of him, maybe he was right next to a couple camera guy, like camera and the sound guy and the producer. There's probably three or four people around them at all times. I mean, I just didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Well, what all, all I can say is, you know, it was very brave. I commend him for being able to jump to another tribe's beach in order to complete this challenge and I think what's even better is that here at AfterBuzz you could jump to other channels and watch more shows. Ain't that right, Mike? <laughs> Absolutely, because, look, we never vote you out here on AfterBuzz. <laughs> if you're loving Mina, what shows are you doing right now, Mina? Uh, I'm doing TV Pilot Reviews, I'm doing God Friended Me, All American, and on Fridays, Popcorn Talk, Anatomy of a Movie. Dude, Mina is all over, just like you can be, because we do shows across all different genres, all different types of shows and movies, and please, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, give us a big thumbs up, let us know you did. If you are listening to us on iTunes or any of your awesome podcast services. Give us a five-star review. Leave us some comments and let us know you did. We love shouting you guys out. You know you guys are all our extended panel. Mr. Oliwoda, Just Sheldon, Davey, Sheena123 is in chat. Sheena, where have you been? Desiree, Rebecca, we love you guys. You are, like I said, our extended panel and we love seeing you and we love you and thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Earlier in this chat right here, who was it? Davey shouted me out and said, Mike, that's not how Survivor works. I think referencing um, Vince going over and actually talking to them, of course It's really could. not how Survivor it's works. It's not, but big risks 
oftentimes get big rewards sometimes. Oftentimes, sometimes it happens. So, I'm sure, it's sure. how survival works. There's there's barely no. any rules going on. He could have woken them up. No. He could have. I think he, the only permission he had was to go there and steal fire. I think he couldn't do anything. I don't think he could look for... I don't, do I don't think he looked at their bags. What do you I think would happen? wake them up. I wanted to... So, when he saw there was no fire, what did I immediately say to you guys? Steal something. I <laughs> Steal something. What are you going to do? What are they going to do? What is Jeff going to come out of a palm tree and be like, nah, dude, you're (laughs) off now. It's against the rules. Maybe they give him rules, but I mean, there's nothing to say he couldn't get caught on purpose and say, this is what Island of Idols is and throw super shade on one person and maybe get... I don't know. I'm that, just would just, saying, that would just blow up his entire I'm just game. saying, I think this kind of stuff would be fun and interesting and cool. Davey says the producers wouldn't allow Vince to do what you think he should have done. I'm not even saying I think he should have done it strategically. I just think it would have been cool and interesting. That's it. It definitely would be. Yeah. And yeah. it's... Yo, you... Look, no one thinks... <laughs> no one thinks it's within the rules to tell Rob, no, give me a better deal. Mm-hmm. I don't want this challenge. Give me something better. Now, after that first episode, every time Rob gives somebody... Rob, Rob and Sandra give somebody a challenge, I want to know what's really on the table if they reject it. How far are they willing to go? Right now, I'm always wondering that. But none of them know that they're allowed to do that. But that's within the rules. I don't know. Maybe they tell them. But if no one's telling you anything... Use your brain. I feel like as long if as it generates t- ratings, it's in the rules. That's right. If like Cassie said, last season, they go through bags. They go through each other's bags. We've heard you're not supposed to do that, but we know they all do that. They go through each other's bags. That's why you can't hide your hidden immunity idol in your bag because it gets going through. You can in your hair. Let's be okay. And you I'm, can in your hair. I'm still wondering how she's going to like hide that for that long. Where has she put it? Oh, she's probably... So it's a lot of times they bury it somewhere that's now, unmarked yeah. or something oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, you bury it where only you know because... You got to watch where you bury it because if it's a really good spot, there's a decent chance there's a real idol there that the show's buried, right? And there's clues ready. So you got to bury it somewhere only you would ever find. It was just in her hair just to get back to camp. Uh, let's go into I immunity. Was risky too. All right. Oh, it's great. No. But let's go into immunity, uh, which was a great challenge. It was a different challenge. Like you had mentioned, Mike, we hadn't seen something like this in a while. I had the balance beam. I love awesome. that. That was cool. I love Janet. I just love how she is, like, she is just tearing down what was the stereotypes of Survivor, of how older women were always seen to be weak and never, aren't strong in challenges. And she is just tearing that down, proving everyone wrong. I love it. Janet and Elaine. Now, to be fair, I think Janet's a little bit older than Elaine, but both of them are breaking the stereotype of the older woman competitor on Survivor. They're doing great. Janet didn't do amazing with the beginning of this challenge, to be fair. She didn't untie it a couple times. She needed she a few attempts. She was impressive, though, because she was she keeping up quickly. with Elizabeth, who she was abso- an Olympic swimmer. Olympic swimmer. She absolutely mm-hmm. did great. She wasn't perfect, but way better effort and not something you would... Look, we know shows like this cast specific types. She's performing not how you'd expect her type, her casting mm-hmm. performing. That's fantastic. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, Voca or no, Lori? Lyro. 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 We're still figuring it out here, guys. <laughs> See, this is, no, 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 this is fair. <laughs> this all stems from the very first episode where Jeff did not do the introduction thing and talk to the two tribes and separate it. I still feel like that's why I'm more confused about their names and their tribal affiliations than normal. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. 
You know what? It's a good story. But Lyra was in the lead for the most part, and then they kind of blew it with the teeter totter. With the but, and then they more blew so with the it, puzzle, and then they blew it with the puzzle. Which guys, okay, was it? Were they not allowed to tap out? Because if everyone, everyone behind Deed and Karishma were like, no, it's this piece, no, it's that piece, but like, why is if you're helping and you're trying to tell them where the puzzles go, why don't you just tap them out and you go finish it, the puzzle? It seems like no. It seemed like this was one of those challenges where they had designated spots and they had to stay because they are like that. There are some like that. Yeah. Usually the tap outs. That's not true. They do it with puzzle too, but I feel like more of the tap outs are when there's something physical. Throw the ball into the net. Get the get the uh, sorry the rope hoop over the thing, yeah. and they can finally tap out. But this seemed like one where you guys are balance beam, you guys are this, and these two are the puzzle, and that's it. Otherwise, how do you not tap out? They're smoking you. Yep. Did that's why it was confusing me. That's why it didn't make sense. Which the only solution was oh, it was probably one of those challenges where they weren't allowed to do that. Right. And that sucked for them because they sucked at the puzzle and they lost. Yeah. Which, okay, so, quick reaction. In an old season of Survivor, once the losing tribe goes back to their camp and they're getting ready to go to tribal, they would immediately put the blame on the person who lost the puzzle. Mm -hmm. What did you guys think? Your initial reaction after they lost, do you think they should have voted out Krishma? My initial reaction right after they lost and they went back to tribal and they started talking about her is why is nobody talking about Dean? There are two people on this puzzle mm-hmm. and he didn't I don't I didn't even see him at that the was, hanging part. I saw him by the box, but on the other side, Jamal and Lauren. Jamal's huge, right? And yeah. Lauren's there. She's doing the puzzle. His arms are wrapped around her putting other pieces. They're both working on it. What was he doing? I think that's also I think the edit is also to blame for that. And maybe okay. and maybe it's because the episode was really trying to shine was trying to focus on Karishma and kind of like do her whole story and make it seem like oh she was going to be the one voted out because in the edit, you're right. Where was Dean? But I legitimately didn't see him except for maybe like one wide shot. The rest of the time, it was just uh, close-ups on Karishma. So it was like Dean wasn't even there in the edit anyway. Yeah, I, I, I disliked that. I wanted to know what he was doing, what he was participating, excuse me, contributing to the puzzle. And then when they got back, no, I don't think they should have had her name going around because I wanted the women to stick together. I said, this is it. Just come back. Look, she could be valuable in other ways in the tribe, but... She might have rubbed people wrong with the little cut incident. Who knows? And she's obviously automatically the target because she lost the puzzle. But I wanted her to go immediately to the girls. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. I wanted the girls to all get together and say, what are we doing? Which was disappointing because I think this would have been a moment. And this has happened twice now in Back to App back-to-back episodes where the person whose name is being tossed around, they don't want to give out another name. Last week it was Nora who was just like, just tell me who to vote for. I don't want to tell you who I want to vote for. Just tell me who to vote for. And the same thing's happening with Karishma this episode where Vince is like, give us a name so we can try and work with that. She's like, I don't want to give a name. I don't want to give... Campaign. Do... What do you need to do to save yourself? You've like, got a campaign. You yeah. have to be out there. You have to, if you're in that situation, you've got to put it out of your head that you could be going home. Like, I, I'm not even an option. Guys, what, let's talk about what we're doing. Which one of these dudes are we voting out, ladies? What, right? what was the thought process with her not putting forward a name? Because that's something that kept blowing my mind. I'm like, She shrunk. You know- she shrunk into herself. Okay. I'm, 
I'm different. I'm older than the girls. They don't like me. I messed up the puzzle. Absolutely. You don't think that was strategic that she tried to make herself seem that way to like seem like a sympathetic character? In this part of the game, that's not a good strategy because all you want to do is win as a tribe. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people will maintain alliances. But in general and historically, the whole reason of these early votes is to keep the tribe strong. Vote out the weakest player because Mm -hmm. we need to win immunity challenges to get us all to the merge. And the merge is when both tribes slam together and it's all of them in one. (laughs) Wow. What happened? Am I wrong about something? No, Josh Sheldon in the chat just (laughs) made me laugh because he's just basically saying, lol, he was handing her pieces. And then, Josh Sheldon, (laughs) dude, you're on fire. Dean is the MVP being able to blend into the sand. That's right. He just kind of disappeared like, wasn't mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, like Homer Simpson going into Keeping the like bushes. a low profile. <laughs> it was crazy. So yeah, no, I don't think that's strategic on her yeah. part. I think her I true emotions are coming terribly out. terribly this game. Like, I like her because she's like, I don't know. I like that there's like representation like in here. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I, sure. just, I just don't like how she played the game because everything was so dramatic. She was like, oh my God, my finger. Oh my God, nobody likes yeah. me. Oh my she God, this. A and, lot of stuff together at one point. She's probably homesick. It's gotta she be got to be Yeah. And also, you think about it, like, there's not, like, she kind of is on the outer ends of all of this. Like, it doesn't feel like she has found, like, her group. It feels like she's just but I yeah, think that's the by the edit. Fall. I think that's the edit. See, I don't, I don't think any of the other women feel that way. They're all in the ocean suplexing each other and wrestling for some reason, but they're all in the Why ocean. Why not, team. Mike? I don't know. That just seemed really random. I mean, if I'm tired and starving, the last thing I want to do is wrestle around anybody. But anyway, they're all there together. They mm-hmm. seemed like they were incorporating her. She, I think she had a bunch of stuff stacked against her. She's homesick. She's hungry. She got hurt. She overdramatized that, overplayed that. Maybe she was honestly you know, really feeling that way, and she was misreading people, not caring about her, and mm-hmm. then she messed up the puzzle. I think she just kind of spiraled down this episode. Yeah. She's really lucky that it didn't bite her. Now, quick, because well, we're running out of time, let's quickly just go... Because we have go... too much fun on this show. Quickly, but <laughs> Vince, why do you think the girls voted against Vince? It seemed like they wanted to keep their all-girls alliance strong. I honestly don't know. With Vince. I think this was a terrible vote. Yeah. I think they had a perfect liaison with the guys Mm -hmm. in Vince and were guaranteed to keep numbers. Is he the strongest guy? No, he's not. However, he... And I know I just got done telling Mina that you want to keep the tribe strong. But to maintain this female alliance, like we said, historically doesn't do good... Just somebody who is not an ally, and Vince is much more likely to remain an ally with the women than the other guys, I think, because he's already been talking to them, already formed relationships with them. I don't know why he did that. If I could just switch this real quick, because we're running out of time. To me, bigger issue is why Vince didn't play his idol. When you only had two days to play it, why not play it? You only have two tribals to play it. You are at tribal. Mm-hmm. You're not guaranteed to go to tribal the next time. If your tribe wins immunity, which you're obviously trying to do in three days, and you don't go, then it's a waste. I say you use oh. it while you got the opportunity. I thought you it was just, the next two tribals that you're a part of. No, no it's, it's just, just the next, any two, next two, two tribals. tribals. That's in that right. case, from like a game theory perspective, it's like so stupid not to play it. Play the odds. I thought that you have like just the two tribals that 
happen to you um, to play no, it. So because that, theoretically, they could thought, never go again. Okay, then that then in that case, then he either has like zero faith in his group winning <laughs> um, the next challenge. Yeah. He has like zero faith in it, or he just like wants to slack off, or he's like overly confident he just, that he has the girls yeah. in the palm of his hand. Which I really did think that he had the girls in the palm of his hand. I was so shocked that they went around and voted out Vince because I thought for sure it was going to be a tie between Tom and Karishma. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that he just felt super comfortable because it it seemed like it would be Tom because it kind of didn't make sense for the girls either way. If they were to vote out Karishma, they're voting out a girl. If they voted out Vince, they would vote out a member who is basically uh, 100% on their side and a very secure alliance member. It was kind of lose-lose either way. So the only person that they could vote out where it was like, okay, that makes total sense is Tom. But they mm-hmm. didn't vote out Tom. They voted out Vince. Because everybody's they asking, Tom. Everybody's asking if we think Vince was a safe vote. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was a safe vote for the ladies because no. they have this alliance. And, and why was, not keep it strong? with them. Exactly. And someone asked, do we feel that Boston, Rob, and Sandra secretly were rooting for Vince? Look, I still have my conspiracy theory that they're coming in the game and they're actually going to play. I get it. It says the rules they're not, but it's down in my heart of hearts. I want them to come play. If it's totally true that they are not playing ever whatsoever, mm-hmm. no, I don't. I honestly don't think they're rooting for anybody. No, I think they. Have I think to, they're having a good they time. To, they have to be completely neutral. I yeah, think totally they can't impartial. give anyone any special treatment. Yeah. but I don't. I don't see Vince has a safe vote. I don't know. Maybe I think they got actually, rid of him. Also, like, was he a huge advantage in terms of the challenges, like athletically? No, but scratch that. He actually might be a safe vote because he was the only person that both the boys and the girls could mutually agree on, mm-hmm. and not feel like, oh no, bad blood. If that makes sense. But, but if why do they if have the to girls, be on good terms with the other part of the same team? Do you really have to be on good terms when you formed your mini alliance? You're just trying to like stay as strong as possible within that group, right? Well, if they're thinking ahead to the merge, you think you're going to go in and you're going to mix with all these people. Do you want to come in really strong with all of your tribe? Or are you cool just being like the girls? Because the problem there is if you say just the girls and say they vote out these other three guys, mm-hmm. that means... I'm not doing math quick enough in my head, but if they voted off more people than the other tribe, then the other tribe can come in and just pick them off based on numbers one at a time. Oh, I see. So you have to look a little bit ahead of that. Yes, it's the only people that the guys and... Or, sorry, he was the only person that the guys and the girls could agree on, but that doesn't mean it's the right vote. Mm-hmm. No, it, this What's was, the goal out this, of this? The last two votes made a lot of sense. This vote was very weird in my personal opinion. Um, it's, yeah. and it, it was and a he's weird got, vote. He's got no sense. one to blame but himself. He should have played the idol. I don't he think should've. there's anybody who... And look, this is not hindsight at all. We said as soon as he got it, he needs to play it today. Yeah. If they go, he needs to play it mm-hmm. because tomorrow is not guaranteed. It was it's so not. painful to see that. I was just like, my heart was like, you went through all of that. You literally nothing. walked the in the rain it. and saw no fire and then came up with the really smart decision to get ashes instead. And then at the end of all of that, you tried to like form a, an alliance with the women and you do all this work just to get voted out because you didn't use... Yeah. Your, your yeah, idol. Sheena says uh, Vince pulled a John Rocker getting voted out third and not playing his idol. He played a, um, what's my man, the gravedigger? 
James, James going out with two idols in his pocket. Two idols in his pocket. Two idols and two idols in his pocket. Two hidden meanie idols, and he got voted out and played neither. Ah, uh, James. Oh, he no. will go down forever. What a what a cool dude. Awesome I love player. that guy. He I was thought he was awesome. great. Oh, uh, all right, so we all can agree that Vince was a weird, painful vote, but we also had to do some voting of ourselves we and did. choose our MVPs. Mm-hmm. So let's see who we voted for. Producer <laughs> right. Josh, do we have our cool Survivor music? Probably not, so I'm just going to say it. <laughs> we got Jamal and Lauren. We got to vote for them. That was me. We got to vote for Lauren. Yeah. And that we was Mina because it's her friend. <laughs> and we got to vote for... Okay, so this one's mine and I have to explain. Vince, for the first half of the episode... Okay. Interesting. Because of what... Uh, because, Sneaky time. Because of his stealth on Island of the Isles, which I thought was very impressive. The second half, he was very bad. Fair enough. And I voted for Jamal and Lauren because they solved the puzzle. They basically won the immunity for the tribe. Other than that, I thought nobody did anything remarkable yeah, in this no, episode. This ep- it was a weird episode. No, I was sitting here. I was like, Vince, no one yes. did anything great. Look, for me, Vince not using his idol canceled out the coolness of him sneaking I in there. Know. Who cares? That's why I said first half of the episode. There you go. I voted Lauren because we can't forget about last week at the end of the episode how she was the one who literally implanted the idea of getting rid of Molly in everyone else's brain. And she did it in such a stealthy way. And for her to have that huge power move and then come back in this episode and just have a completely low profile... That's right. ...is mm-hmm. so smart. And she still, like, celebrated the win in solving the puzzle pieces. So not only did she have the low profile, she still helped her team win for and sure. stay safe. So I think she's going to go really far. She's oh, doing yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright, everyone, that is our review of Survivor Season 39, Episode 3. Honesty would be chill. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. We obviously love talking about this show. Mike, where can the fans find you on social media? Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for hanging out in the chat. Mr. Oliwoda, Davey, Just Sheldon, Rihanna, a lot of new names in here. So welcome, welcome if this is one of your first times hanging out with us here at After Buzz on The Survivor. My name is Mike Feeling. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. <laughs> hey, everyone, and I am Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Ooh. And I'm Veronica Valencia. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Play the idol. <laughs> Our really? founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 